Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Welcome to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. I'm your host, Haley, and today our guest is Chris Carranza with Weikert. Welcome, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's finally nice to be here after a few times we're scheduling, but we made it. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> um, so let's start off with an icebreaker. If you could be an athlete in any sport, what would it be and why? Uh, I'd be a boxer for sure. Yeah, really? um, That's something that I wanted to do when I was younger. My dad never let me do it, but uh, it's interesting because I like soccer. Soccer is actually my favorite sport, but I never saw myself as a professional soccer player. Boxer, yes, but not a soccer player. Really? Yeah. Why? Why boxer? I think it was more just the challenge behind it. I mean, it takes a lot of dedication and time to get your body up to that point, you know, to be physically fit and just have the technique behind boxing. And I think I've always liked the challenge, so... I think that's why. The high training, you love it. You're like, put me in, coach, I'm ready. Exactly, yeah. It's a little dangerous, but I've never done it, so, you know, maybe I'll I'll pick it up. I've been thinking about hopefully going to a gym or something. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, if you do, make sure you document that on social media because I'll be following that. I don't know if I'll document the first couple of times I'm there. Maybe maybe it'll get better. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Um, So let's kind of start off on a positive note here. Just tell me something good that happened to you recently. Uh, we finally got tickets to go to Disney at the end of the Ooh, month. Yeah. You're taking me, right? Yeah, we can all go. <laughs> the five of us. Um, no, yeah, we're going to go to Disney um, for a couple of days. And then business-wise, I got a contract written and accepted. And I have a listing coming on the market tomorrow. So it's a good start to the year. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, 2022 yeah. is looking strong. I'm trying to make it the best year yet. So, yeah. Okay. So do you have any plans while you're at Disney? Like what parks are you going to? Uh, I think we're going to do Epcot and Magic Kingdom, I think. Yeah. The good ones. Um, yeah, the two popular ones. And Animal Kingdom is pretty good too. Um, but Magic Kingdom and Epcot are our favorite. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Disney, but it's definitely, if you haven't gone, you should definitely go for anybody who's never been to Disney. It's yeah. definitely worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Place on earth. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it absolutely. Really is. That's where dreams come true. I mean, it's even like when you're driving in, you're on the highway and all of a sudden you see a big sign that says, welcome to Disney. And it's like all the highway signs are like written in their font, their colors. Yeah. They got like Mickey stuff all over the place. So it's like once you're there, you, you, you forget that you're like not in the real world yeah it's totally true there, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice experience I feel like I still have dreams of when I was a kid like pulling into those little parking booths where they tell you like where you buy your parking pass and it's like the huge banner across that's like welcome to Disney yeah, World and that's it's what like it is. oh my goodness <laughs> I love that um so how did you end up here what's your story how'd you get into real estate um I did so I did retail for a long time and then I did security and I just I got tired of doing security. It's it's boring. I mean, you just sit at a desk for 12 hours a day and really do nothing. Mm-hmm. And real estate, uh, we moved around a lot when I was younger. And so I remember we went to Texas and my parents bought a house in Texas. And just going around looking at properties was something that was always so exciting. And you know, I figured, well, it's kind of interesting. So I looked into it and got my license. Got to got into real estate got with uh, with Weikert, and I've been with them since then. Um, and it's probably the best thing I've ever done in terms of change. It was a big change. Um, obviously, working from you know having a set schedule every day 
Monday through Friday, well, really seven days a week, but I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. It's definitely mm-hmm. something that I don't regret doing at all. It's been tough. I've been doing this for four years and it hasn't been easy, but it's, it's, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely think that that's something that like a lot of people who aren't in the industry don't think about is you literally went from like a nine to five set schedule. Now you're like yeah. making your own schedule, but also have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Like, how do you struggle with that? Like, how do you keep yourself on track? Uh, the days that you wake up unmotivated are probably the worst ones. But, you know, once you get into the rhythm of things, things start building up and you kind of start, you know, realizing I got to I got to get this done because there's really nobody that's going to tell you, you know, call your clients or call your prospects or mm-hmm. go find business because if you don't do it, that's that's it. I don't work on a team, so it's just me by myself. And then um, I don't like saying I don't work on a team because my office is like a huge team for all of us. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, no one's going to sit in the office and throw me clients and say, hey, help this client or something. So you definitely have to have a lot of self-motivation too to get it done. Um, and like I said, coming from a job where it's been, you have a supervisor and then a manager or whatever, you know, there's always somebody to keep you in check. But with real estate, it's it's you're all on your own, literally, you know, yeah. <laughs> to get things done. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, so where does most of your business come from? Like what kind of sets you apart as an agent? Um, most of my business comes from it's lately it's been referrals at the beginning it was just you know people I knew now it's starting to become slowly transitioned into people that know people that I've helped um, and that's been nice because you know it's nice to know that your clients appreciated you and were happy with you enough to send them you know to send you their friend mm-hmm. or their family member um, I've done a little bit of uh, Facebook advertisement too and I've gotten one really good client from Facebook and he was, I didn't know him, just completely messaged me and said, hey, I might want to sell my house in a few months. And I kept in contact with him and, you know, I helped him sell and helped him buy his next house. So that was good. But for the most part, it's been just referrals, you know, just coming from past clients or, you know, just family members that I know and that send me over their coworkers or their friends. And it's mm-hmm. been good yeah Enjoy. that's awesome I feel like that definitely says like a lot about agents too is when most of your business or some of your business is referrals because like you're keeping people happy like nobody's gonna be like exactly. help my family member if they didn't like you you know right. it's just like I'm sure when you got that first re- referral you were like I made it I did yeah, it <laughs> it feels good my very first client that I helped buy a house um, I helped him buy a house and then she referred her parents to me to sell their house and that was so the same family was my first buyers and then the same family was my first listing so that's awesome that was nice yeah yeah and we still keep in touch so yeah it's, it's been good yeah. it shows hard work pays off though oh it sure. definitely does in this business in this business hard work pays off for sure because you know you can be working somewhere and you when i was in security we all got paid the same we all made the same hourly rate and some people obviously did more work than others. And mm-hmm. so when you come into real estate, you your paycheck reflects how much work you put into the business. And that's one of the things, that's also why one of the reasons why I came into business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one agent is the same, and that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. There's a lot of great agents. Yeah. But, you know, they, they, they're all different. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever works for you, right? Yep, yeah. absolutely love that. Um, and what are you passionate about outside of real estate? Are one of my biggest passions... Um, I don't necessarily work on them. I like reading about them and, you know, I'm hoping to buy a, my dream car possibly soon. I don't know. We'll see. What's your dream There's car? My, 
So I'm, I'm a huge American car guy. Um, my One of my dream cars right now is a Cadillac CTS-V. Ooh. Yeah, which is, if you look at it, it just looks like a regular old Cadillac, but it's a high-performance version of it. Um, but there's also other things I want to do, and I don't know if I'm going to do that first or get something else done. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but other than that, it's, it's cars. And recently I found out that I like to cook. Um, we just bought a house, too. With, uh, it's going to be a year tomorrow, actually. And I started cooking, you know, because... I never really had a kitchen to cook in, and it's been a newfound passion of mine. <laughs> I I'll go online and watch videos on how to make something, and then I'll kind of just take bits and pieces of one recipe and another one and make it one, and, you know, it's, it's been pretty cool. I never realized how much I like cooking. <laughs> yeah, I love that. What's, your, what's been your favorite thing that you've made recently? Um, I think one of my favorite things that I make is probably the salmon that I make. It's a lemon butter salmon. Yeah. My butter mouth is watering yeah. right now. <laughs> it's good. I mean... Anytime somebody comes over, that's probably what I'm going to offer first and say, you know, hey, come to dinner. We'll make you some salmon. And it's come out good every single time so far. So that's awesome. I think it gets better and better after every yeah. time I make it. Nobody's going to turn yeah. you down on that one, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me about your craziest experience while working as a real estate agent. I'm sure you see crazy stuff all the time. Yeah, I mean, you come across a lot of interesting things. Um, I think the one that stands out the most is... Probably when I first started, I was probably two months into the business. I held my first open house and the open house was fine. I left, I closed up my open house and I left and I saw signs for another open house. And so I decided I'm going to stop by and, you know, see what's, what else is in the neighborhood. So I stopped by and the agent who was there greeted me and everything was great. And she pulls me into the kitchen and says, can you stay with me for the rest of my open house and she was finishing up in like 30 minutes anyway and I was like yeah I mean sure but why <laughs> and I had already told her that I was another agent and she said well there's someone in here and he's not leaving he's not really talking to me he's just kind of wandering and he's making me feel really uncomfortable and I don't want to be in here alone and I was like sure I mean if you want me to stay I'll stay so I stayed with her until literally until she packed up all her things and left and you know it's it was just kind of like that kind of puts it into perspective that if you're doing this alone especially somewhere you know here it's it's not as raw as other areas but if you're out in a house holding it open and there's nobody around it's kind of it can get a little scary I think especially for some people mm -hmm. um that's the one that stands out the most. And I've been, I think, going into abandoned houses or really houses that are really in, in bad shape have been interesting, too. I showed a client of mine one recently, and it, the house just, it just gave you haunted house vibes. <laughs> you just kind of just Something walked in. Something happened in here. Yeah, and it was dark, and it didn't smell good, and it just... We open the door and turn on the switch and this radio comes on and it sounds like, have you ever seen the Saw movies? Yeah. Like the TV turns on, it's like that static noise. Ugh. That's exactly what the radio sounded like. Like shivers down your spine. Yeah. You're like, I cannot be in here. And it just started playing music and I was like, nope, this is, and my client was like, no. He, in, in nicer way, in a nicer way, he said, let's get out of here because we're going to get killed. Yeah. yeah. He said it a little different, but that's what he said, essentially. Spooky. Yeah, it was, it was creepy. So, yeah. but no, I mean, other than that, everything else has been yeah. pretty. Two creepy, creepy experiences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. think the first one's a little worse than the second yeah, one. Yeah. I don't think like a lot of people really think about that too. It is like, you're putting yourself in a pretty vulnerable position, Yeah. especially open houses, like allowing anybody and whoever yeah. to come into the house. And like, 
I think I had an agent a while ago on a, a podcast episode saying that she carries like a taser and pepper spray yeah. with her because you just really never know yeah. and you always have to be over prepared because things happen yeah. and people are weird. Well, so. Yeah, there's a lot of weird people out there and you can never be too too prepared for you know yeah. something like that. So Yeah, definitely always like be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, you nice. have to. Especially yeah. at night. You never know if anything could happen anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Totally true. Totally true. Um, so what do you love most about what you do? It seems like you really love your job, but what is like kind of that one thing that really ties you down? I think it's the satisfaction of really helping people do something that they thought they couldn't do. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times it starts with not people not knowing or clients not knowing and you know not knowing where to start mm -hmm. um, and then getting to the point where they finally have a property that's under contract mm -hmm. and when they go to closing, the thing that I hear the most is thanks so much for helping us. We really didn't think this was going to be possible this year. And I think it's, it feels good. You know, it feels good knowing that you help somebody achieve something that they thought was probably not going to be possible either now or maybe even ever, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of misinformation out there. And so, um, it's definitely one of the best feelings is knowing that you help somebody or even sell their house too. Mm -hmm. You know, some people aren't as as confident as others that their, their properties will sell but you know it, it, they'll sell so yeah so i love that kind of achieving that goal at the end of the yeah, day yeah yeah especially for a challenging customer for one that's come you know i've worked with clients up to um about 18 months from the time that we meet until they finally go to closing and it's whether it's you know having to pay stuff down or having to fix credit or having to fix other issues um, when they finally get to that point it, it feels really good mm-hmm yeah. It's really good. Especially Absolutely. when you're the one that's been there guiding them and helping them all along. So. Answering all their questions Answering day all their and questions. night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So what do you feel like sets you apart as a real estate agent? Um, as, as an agent, I am also a part-time contractor. So I have experience working in houses and properties, fixing things. So when I walk through these properties with my with my clients, I'm able to point out different things that, you know, obviously we want to get a professional opinion from a home inspector, but I'm able to kind of guide them in terms of, well, that can be a big thing or maybe it's not as big of an issue as it seems because I have the experience doing it because I've also been doing that for about four years. Mm -hmm. And I'm also bilingual, so I'm fluent in Spanish. Um, and I've actually done quite a few transactions 100% in Spanish. Um, it's gotten to the point where one transaction, I was literally translating everything for my client because the lender that we were gonna use um, didn't have a Spanish-speaking officer in there. So I was able to get that done for him and you know, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm good at. I'm able to read, write, and speak in Spanish. So it's something that I can definitely bring and bring in to benefit my, my clients. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I love that. You can, you can kind of combine all of your skill sets from everything that you've learned and just like use it to help your clients. Right, and that's, that's what I try to do. I try to make it all about, you know, how can I make this better for my clients? How can I make this mm -hmm. process, you know, you have people that have families, they have kids, work, some people work more than one jobs, and the last thing you need is worrying about what am I going to do with this house that I'm buying? And they're asking for all these things. And so I try to tell my clients, look, I'll take care of as much as I can. There are some things that I can't do on your behalf, but if I can and you give me permission, then I'll mm -hmm. do it the whole way. And I'm with them from beginning to, to the end, from the beginning to the end. Um, from the time that we meet to closing, I have yet to miss a closing. So, you know, it's, I try my best to be there the mm -hmm. entire time. 
Absolutely. I love that. Um, and yeah, what you were saying about the construction side of things, I think that it, it does kind of make a big difference when you're able to like set the expectations of you're going to have a home inspector come in, but like, here's the things that I've already found. And like, this is probably what they're going to say about this. So just keep an open mind as they're talking. It probably helps to put things in perspective for them already. Yeah, it does. Cause it gives them that, that peace of mind of, you know, it's going to be written on the report because mm -hmm. they, they're going to write everything on there. Um, but then you can kind of already know from the beginning whether or not it's going to be big. And we do a lot of work, you know, residential and commercial work. So it's not just, you know, simple things on the inside. It can be outside things. And a lot of times people are concerned about cracks or, you know, minor things. And they can be pretty problematic sometimes, but sometimes it's just aesthetics. It's just the way things look and mm -hmm. it can easily be fixed. So, yeah. Love that. And you could probably tell them like the cost range of like this is something in this kind of price point that you're looking at getting fixed. So they kind of know immediately what they're yeah. looking at. Yeah, I've done it already with a client who's buying new construction. Um, they called me and said, hey, the builder's charging me X amount for a deck. Do you think that's a good price? And I said, let me call someone real quick. Made a quick, quick few phone calls and um, he builds decks for a living too. So I was able to ask him, hey, look, they're charging my client this much for a deck. Do you think that's a fair price? And he was like, that's a great price because I would have charged them $2,000 more. So I called my client and said, nope, take it. Because like, if, do it. <laughs> if, you, if you call another person to come do it, they got to pull permits, they got to buy. And this was back uh, during the summer when lumber was super expensive. Mm -hmm. And so when they gave us that price, I told them, no, go ahead and take it because it's, it's a great price for the, for the deck. So yeah. and they were happy. Yep, that's awesome. I love that. Um, and what words of advice would you give to our listeners about real estate? I think the best advice I can give anyone is get educated on real estate um, mm -hmm. because there's a ton, a ton of misinformation out there. I mean, it, whether it's someone that you trust, that, that you know, or that you, you know, as long as it's someone that you trust, get the information from somebody that you that you can rely on because if you go online, I mean, you get swamped with information from mm -hmm. different sources and a lot of the stuff comes from out of state and it's different for every state that you're buying in um, so you know it's it can feel overwhelming it can feel like there's like there's no way there's no way you're gonna get what you want but if you talk to somebody um, you get educated they'll answer all your questions I promise you real estate is not not as bad as it some places make it seem mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think the misinformation is the worst part because you go to a, I read articles like on BuzzFeed or other, you know, agencies and stuff and some of the stuff they write down, it's like, well, that's not necessarily true. It's just instilling fear in a lot of people, especially yeah. when it comes to buying a house, yeah. you know, so yeah just, yeah, just get educated, find a reliable source that you can talk to, sit down and have them answer your questions. Yeah, that's a really good point. I Like I was saying, like no one agent is the same, but also no one transaction is the same. So something yeah. that happened to somebody might not be the same case for you. So right. that's a good point. And every transaction is different. I mean, there's a learning point for everybody, I think, in every transaction. Mm -hmm. I talk to agents that are 20 years into the business and they come across something that are like, I've never dealt with this. And I've been doing this for four years, so they'll come and ask me. And everyone goes through different experiences, you know, so... It's the same thing for, for clients, you know, you're somebody that they may know may have had a bad experience and then doesn't necessarily mean your experience is going to be bad. Mm -hmm. Just, um, I think just talk to somebody that you trust. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. And if I wanted to get in contact with you, how would I get in contact with you? So I have, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, at Carranza Homes on both. So okay. 
they can find me there. All my information's on there, my cell phone number's on there, my email's on there, so that's probably the best way. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for being on our show today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, visit our website at protech-inspections.com and be sure to follow us on social media to learn more about our services. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.